God laid upon my heart to do a year-round podcast uh, regarding Easter. Our uh, Easter Holy Week was so powerful and so blessed. And yes, the devil fought against us. But when you do something for God, people, stop thinking the devil's not going to fight you. That, that's, that is sweet, uh, prosperity gospel foolishness to think that. Do not think that way. Stop thinking that, pardon me, stop thinking that you're not going to have tribulations, persecution, and troubles when you do something for God. If you preach the gospel, if you are part of helping to get the gospel out, if you are helping with missionary work, uh, and if you're praying without ceasing, the devil is going to attack you as sure as you're looking at me right now. So, stop this foolish thinking that you're doing, that your life is supposed to be wonderful and sweet and dandy and great all of the time, and you're, supposed not, you're not supposed to have any problems in your marriage and your family. And that's where, if you were the devil, where, where would you attack? The family! He knows you can put on the dog for church for an hour, look all spiritual, slap hands all spiritual, do the Christian hug, and have a little smile on your face for an hour, and, and, and yet go home and be mean to the devil, don't speak to your husband, don't speak to your wife, don't have any communication, you don't have sex together, and, and you're mad at each other, you got each other on the silent treatment. That's not Christian. Mm-mm. And let me say to husbands, don't let her do that to you. Don't let her put you on the silent treatment. You talk. You say what you want to say. You say what you need to say. You communicate. Don't don't get into her bag and you you doing the silent treatment too. And y'all do that for three months and four months and then that's why you're tempted with everybody who comes by. And that's how you get into trouble. Well, what's, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong with Lentz and his wife? And they seem like they were pretty, you know, compatible. And she's a beautiful woman, and uh, and everything. What happened? The devil attacked, and you can get to the point where you're not saying each other, anything to each other. You're not touching each other. Before you know it, you go out to the park and find you a Muslim woman. What's wrong with Brian Houston and his wife? They look like they're just so wonderful in church. They're smiling together, holding hands in the pulpit and everything, but yet he's in a woman's room. And I'm saying he's lying about being drunk, so drunk he didn't know what room he was in. That's, that's a lie out of hell. You know, nobody gets that drunk. Nobody gets that drunk where you don't know what room, hotel room you're going to, thinking that this is your hotel room and there's other fine women in the hotel and you stand there for almost an hour. No, people don't believe that lie. Yeah, nobody gets that drunk. And why are you drunk anyway, preacher? Well, you out of your mind, and and why are you taking drugs anyway with drinking? And that don't make any sense. Stop, stop this lying. You you, you already busted. You resigned. Don't lie. Tell the truth, and shame the devil.
anyway, I I uh, called this podcast Easter Hope. Uh, but my producer, my baby daughter, uh, Danielle Elizabeth Brelove White, she chose to override me and I changed it to keeping the spirit of Easter, which goes along with, okay, I see. Uh, I, I, I'm, we're going to keep what you got. Oh, and we can. We, she went ahead and changed it back on her thing, but others don't have it. So let's go with what we got here, and we can combine them, keeping the spirit of Easter, which goes along with some other podcasts that we do, which I think is great. And what I'll just say when I do it is Easter hope year round. I'll just add that to that, so we'll have the title combined. So, ladies and gentlemen. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, welcome to the first podcast titled Keeping the Spirit of Easter or Keeping Easter Hope Alive. Dr. Billy Graham, who is now home with the Lord, said God proved his love on the cross when Jesus Christ hung and bled and died. It was God saying to the world, I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, this is Daniel White the third with the Keeping the Spirit of Easter, or Keeping Easter Hope Alive, uh, podcast number, or episode number one. Here to remind you that Easter is not only a time to remember and celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but a reminder to pick up our cross and follow him year around for his glory, praise, and honor, and for the salvation of lost sinners. Our scripture passage for today regarding Easter or Resurrection Sunday from the Word of God is John 19, 1 through 3. This is, in fact, the passage that I preach from every day during Holy Week for eight days. Then Pilate, therefore, took Jesus and scourged him, and the soldiers plaited a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe and said, Hail, King of the Jews. And they smote him with their hands. I don't know about you, but every time I read the Easter story, it does something to me. 
seemingly more than other passages. It does something on the inside. So I think this is going to be good to do this periodically around the year and not just wait for Easter. Our featured quote on Easter today is from Dr. Rick Warren. He said, Jesus did not die on the cross just so we could live comfortable, well-adjusted lives. His purpose is far deeper. He wants to make us like himself before he takes us to heaven. This is our greatest privilege, our immediate responsibility, and our ultimate destiny. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we pray. In the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord, for loving us so much to give up your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, for our sins. The Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world so that we could go free. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for Holy Week, for Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday, and all that it means. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray that you would save those who are lost now, revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, beloved, if you are with us today and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can be saved today from your sins, from the power and the pain of your sins, and from the ultimate punishment for your sins in that awful place called hell. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law, the Word of God, the Ten Commandments. For the Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So it has been established by God Almighty. He didn't hire Pew Research or Lifeway Research to find out if everybody has sinned. He knows everybody has sinned. That includes you. That includes me. That includes the Pope. (coughs) The Dalai Lama and even the nice Joel Osteen, pastor of the largest church in America. We all have sinned against God. He said, well, preacher, not me. Have you ever told a lie in any way, shape, form, or fashion? And by the way, there are thousands of ways you can tell a lie. You can tell a lie by being silent. And give people the wrong impression. That's a lie, too. And there are no such things as little white lies or anything like that. 
All lies are big in God's sight. In fact, he sends people to hell specifically for lying. Have you ever stolen anything from your parents, from a friend, from a family member out of the refrigerator? Have you ever lusted in your heart after people and things? Tell the truth and shame the devil. You know you have. Have you ever dishonored your parents, disrespected your parents, said negative things about your parents? Have you ever dishonored God? By taking his holy name in vain. That's just five of the Ten Commandments that you have broken. Should I go on? Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. There is a punishment for sin always, always, always. Nobody gets away with sin. That includes you. That includes me. That includes the Pope, all bishops, all priests, all pastors. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. You know why you're going to die? You're not going to die because of the coronavirus plague. You're not going to die because of a cardiac arrest. You're not going to die because of a car crash. You're going to die because of your sin. The worst thing in your life and the worst thing in my life is sin. Sin destroys everything. This is why God hates sin. He hates sin in your life because it ruins your life. It mars your life. It messes up your life. I told you about a woman in the last segment who messed up her life terribly by committing adultery. She had it all. Two million dollar house, money in the bank, husband working hard, two children. But she chose to commit adultery with the handyman. And once you do that and you get that fire to burning, it burns for a while and it burns for over two years. And it always ends up bad. Don't let the devil fool you. Well, now she's dead. Stabbed to death with uh, 58. Uh, he stabbed her 58 times put in a duffel bag and drug her down the street like an animal. Sin is bad. Sin will take you further than you wanted to go, keep you longer than you wanted to stay, and make you pay more than you wanted to pay. Sin is a bad boy. That's why God hates sin in your life. For the wages of sin is death. And God wants me to tell you that if he will allow you to die for your sins from this beautiful ball called earth by the way there's nothing wrong with earth there's something wrong with us we mess up earth 
And we have messed up. It doesn't matter whether you like that or not. That's the reality. Well, preacher, I thought I was going to hear some good news. I'm going to give you some good news, but you need to hear the bad news right now so that you can appreciate the good news. If God will allow you to die from this earth because of your sin, he will allow you to go to hell. Death is just one of the punishments of sin. Hell is the ultimate punishment. So, third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10, 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Hell is a real place. And Jesus Christ has said repeatedly that hell is a place of hell fire. You will be tormented in hell, in the flames of hell. <clears throat> That's what Jesus Christ preached. By the way, Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible, more than the prophets, more than the evangelists more than the apostles, more than the scripture writers. He was a hellfire and brimstone preacher, full of love for you. And he only preached that because he loves you. Because if you don't believe in him, if you don't trust in him, and pray and ask him to save you from hell because of your sins, you will go to hell. He came, born of a virgin. That means no man had sex with Mary. He lived a holy and pure life. He never sinned in word, thought, or deed. Born of God, making him the son of God. And so he chose to suffer, bleed, and die for our sins, was buried and rose early on Easter Sunday morning. That's why Easter is so powerful. It is life transforming if you really get an understanding of what took place. And so Hell is bad news. Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, suffered, bled, and died on the cross as the sacrificial Passover Lamb of God of all time for your sins and for mine. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. That's the good news. Hell is the bad news. Jesus Christ also gave you the good news when he said the most important words in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Call on his name. Pray and ask him to come into your heart and into your spirit and save your soul today and he will do it. <clears throat> All because of Good Friday when he died on the cross, was buried and rose from the dead early Sunday morning. And then, of course, on the cross he said, it is finished. That means that all you have to do is believe in him. He has paid for your sins. He paid for my sins, our ugly, nasty, filthy sins. Jesus Christ died for all of our sins. Romans 10, 9 the 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. That means there's no difference between uh, the black man and the white man and the Jewish man and the brown man and the yellow man. No difference between the Jew or the Gentile. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. He's rich to save your soul. There's no lacking in heaven, no lacking of grace. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven to be with God. Because, watch this, God wants you in heaven more than you want to go. God wants you saved more than you want to be saved. So get saved today. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. If you're willing to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as Jesus Christ has told you himself. Notice that he did not say you need to be a member of the church. Notice that he did not say you need to be in a church. Notice that he did not say you needed to give money to the church or even serve in the church to get saved. He didn't say you had to walk down the long aisle in front of thousands of people. He didn't say you had to raise your hand. None of that is in the Bible. He didn't, even, he, he didn't say that you had to get baptized to get saved. 
Jesus Christ gave you the gospel. He preached the gospel first and best. He's the best preacher of all time. Don't ever forget that. He made it very clear. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. There it is. Boom. Believe in me. That's it. He'll help you with the rest. He has a church left here on earth to help you with the rest. The church will teach you. I will help you. I will teach you. I will tell you your next steps. As you will soon find out. But right now all you need to do is believe in your heart. In the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. Call upon the name of the Lord. And you shall be saved. Follow me in prayer right now as you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart and in your spirit in the best way that you know how. And I will help you with the sinner's prayer. Verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. As somebody helped me over 42 years ago. Follow me in prayer, phrase by phrase. Mean it from your heart. Millions have done it. You can do it too. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. Please have mercy upon me, a sinner. As I and, and please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, Easter Sunday morning. for my uh, so long ago. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. Please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul from hell today. The hell that I deserve. And please save my soul to heaven the heaven that I do not deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil lifestyle and to now follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the new life. For it is in your holy name I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is 
believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book free of charge or whatever email is on your platform. The title of the book is What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. This book contains in it the next steps for you as a new Christian. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Uh, dear friends, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and received Jesus Christ to your heart as your Savior today, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know so that we can rejoice with you or whatever email is on your platform right now. Use that email. We have some free material that we want to send you to help you to grow in the faith. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good. As, and, and as this is a podcast, the first one, we want to make sure we get the ending absolutely perfect for the podcast. Until next time, my beloved, believe by faith, share the faith, and keep the faith. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all stand for our closing prayer. Everyone stand, let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for what you have done here today. And we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And I pray that you'll help each and every one of us under the sound of my voice to pray without ceasing throughout this day, to read and to meditate on your holy word, and to commit to obeying your holy word and to walk patiently with you and not try to run ahead of you. Let your will be done in all of our lives. And uh, while we are waiting on you, help us to be obedient to you. And for, Lord, we know that you will show up at the right time and do uh, your will in our lives, which is the best thing for for us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake.
Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, make sure you pray without ceasing throughout this day. Read and meditate on the Word of God. Obey the Word of God and be blessed as we hear one of the beautiful songs about, one of the most beautiful songs about Jesus and His name.